I'm Sarah. And I am bad and bougie. Well, <laughs> and this is no sir, no ma'am. Yes. A weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or with the hashtag NSNM Fitanishnufi email slash no sir, no ma'am at gmail.com. Yep. And we also have now a Saraha account. What is yes. it? No sir, no ma'am. Dot Saraha. Dot com or something like that. Yeah. We'll, you know we'll, we'll link you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hit us up with your questiones and your things, your inquiries, your relationship issues. Hey, hi. We yes. try to help out. We try to help Let out. Let us fix your life. <laughs> um, disclaimers. Ashita intaha. Anam sakhina. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't. I can, I. I have nothing for you. Well, because okay. it's like three degrees outside, and I'm so over at this life. Listen, um, I would gladly trade places. Wow. Hey, And then it was like, all right, I gotta go. Peace. <laughs> and I woke up this morning, and I was like. Why am I sweating? No, please no. Really? Then I looked at the jar of coconut oil and it was, it was liquid and I and I knew that's when I knew that it was all over. Really? I know. Oh, I feel for you. Fabus, um, how when was the last time we had an episode? Like two weeks ago? I think so. It might have been. Lots of things happened in the last two weeks. Can I please just start by explaining this bad in Buju? Because I just saw this and I got my life back. Okay. You know how uh, Donald Glover won uh, two Golden Globes for Atlanta? Yes. So he won Best Actor in a TV series, comedy, musical, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Atlanta won Best TV series, musical, comedy. Um, So when they went on, like the whole cast was on stage um, getting their life and their Golden Globe. And then for some reason, Donald Glover shouted out, Amigos, oh, because yeah, they were on the show that. in that one episode. Right. And then backstage, like he goes back backstage, and this white lady, <laughs> oh boy, like some white reporter asks him, and she's like, Oh, so I heard that you shouted out the Migos and their <laughs> song <laughs> Bad and Bougie. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> like, yeah, bad and Buju, But what? What even is that question? What like? What is, what is it to like, you? Why can't you just look it up, dude? Look it up. Yeah, it's not that hard. So how about those Michaels and Bad and Buju? I'm like, girl. Speaking of which, you know that somebody else made made that um, hidden fences mistake, Tani, for Oscars. Again. Yeah. Again. We're not going to do it. 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 We're not going
كيد ما هامية خلاص ما ما فارق you you know what I mean that's really what it is you know what I mean like one one of them two Negro movies exactly one of them nobody whatever those are <laughs> a combination of both Negro <laughs> movies like what the fuck Listen. do we want to talk about the Oscars um not particularly no I mean except I just want to no. say fuck Jimmy Kimmel like that's it that's خلاص تاني ما Oh yeah, that's. I never. That's not even related to the Oscars. Just fuck Jimmy Kimmel all the time. I don't like his show. I don't think he's funny. I don't. I don't think he's funny. The only part about his show that I that I like like slash tolerate is um the mean tweets, the mean tweet segment. Oh yeah, that's it. Like everything else he does, I'm like, oh, you're annoying. يعني كذا مستفز كذا والغياز ما لا يعني هو كذا as a person, I I I never found him to be funny at all, at all. And so I didn't I didn't even understand why he was hosting the Oscars. Not that I watched it, so it doesn't matter. But like the whole La La Land Moonlight fiasco and like La La whoever gave Warren Beatty the wrong um. I'm so annoyed. envelope and then Faye Dunaway like thinking that she's smart by just like reading it out. He passed her that envelope like boop. <laughs> she's like, today. I'm not taking the heat for this. Not today, Satan. And then she was like, hey, Ganata Al Habla. And then like grand fiasco ensues. And then Jimmy Kimmel's like You guys should keep it anyway. Excuse you? And I understand people in my mentions were like, oh, it was just a joke. He wasn't being racist. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I get it. But also, Jimmy Kimmel was the same person who was making fun of Marshall's name all the night. The girl and okay. the motherfucking gumption. Listen, can we please get back to the name jokes? Because Ma'am. we had a conversation last week where I was telling you that I went to see a musical. Oh my God. immediately. Girl, I am... Listen. So I went to see this musical. It's called Book of Mormon. It's made by the guys who produced uh, South Park. So it used to be on Broadway. <sighs> and now it's been in London for about four years. And mind you, four years, the, they play... to a full house every single night. Like, tickets are sold out every single night. Wow. And all the people I know who had been to see this musical were like, oh my God, it's so funny. You're gonna love it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, all these people were Caucasian, right? Of course. So I get there, and the um, this story is basically that two um, Mormon missionaries mm-hmm. um, go to oh my god it's gonna hurt my head they go to africa right to like baptize people and i get that it's satire and they're supposedly making fun of like the whole white savior thing in africa and you know like they're trying to be funny about it and religion is ridiculous and blah 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 but it was so problematic It was. Oh I can imagine. God. I can imagine just how bad it got. Like, whoa, and people were not laughing. They were howling, right? Like they saw. They thought it was so fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. Some funny parts were actually really funny. 
but a lot of it was so problematic and it was not funny enough to be right, okay to like, like hire fucking black writers so that your black jokes can be okay because we are tired oh, of this bullshit so right tired. so one recurring joke in the musical was that when they get to their ugandan village or whatever one of the girls in the village is um interested you know to be baptized or whatever mm -hmm. so she's like one of the main characters and her name is Degiga. I need to look up her name because it's ugh, okay. So her name is Nabulungi, right? Okay. And a very recurring joke. I swear to God, they must have made this joke like I want to say seven to nine times, where one of the other main characters, like one of the missionaries, just keeps mispronouncing her name. So he calls her Bon Jovi, Neutrogena, Necrophilia, Ma Shinu, and people are howling every time he mispronounces her name. And I'm just sitting there and I want to cry. <sighs> because like no 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 okay la so obviously when i saw um what's his face jimmy kimmel. Uh, skit jimmy kimmel's skit about um mahershala's name i was like why for uh, and this is uh, listen I am tired of white liberal people who think they're not racist, right? And then they keep doing shit like this because Jimmy Kimmel opened his hinai by making fun of Donald Trump and saying that he was racist. But then you're mispronouncing this guy's name who is about to win an Academy Award, but you can't fucking pronounce his name. Fishno, I don't understand. But also, it is it is racial because it's always white people making fun of other people's names. Like you never find an Asian person be like, "What? What's your Gra name, Jim? Brand? I don't know how to pronounce that in my in my language." Right. Brandon right. is that Br Brooklyn? What? Like, shut. What? You know what that reminds me of, girl? There I was need a thread on Twitter a while back. <laughs> how this this black woman was writing about somebody at her office who some white guy who like looked at her her name card or thing something whatever on her oh, desk. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and it was like yeah. basically like butchered her name and I was like no, I'm going to call you this because blah. And she proceeded to then call him different like quote unquote white names. <laughs> Each and every time, yeah. like she met him, or like Chad, in, yeah, Brandon, emails, <laughs> Elijah, in like around like the lunch, Hina, and the dude by the end of it, and yeah. was like, and she was like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Chip. Like, and I was just like, Thank you, exactly. Word. Just as annoying as it is to be called out of your name, literally, it's just as annoying as if, like, I don't care that you can't pronounce my name, work it out. It's just, I think it's so disrespectful. It is. It's to not even put the effort in right. or, pronouncing someone's name because you think it's too different right. or like too weird or too unpronounceable. Like, bye. Bye, Jimmy Kimmel. Bye. 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 Bye.
the other annoying thing I wanted to point out about the Oscars is that that whole fiasco, in my opinion, took away so much from Moonlight, Moonlight because that's all people are talking about. They're like, oh my god, this guy who gave them the award back. He's so amazing. Oh, he, He's a hero it's so big of him. for our American time. Like, how? How? He didn't win. Uh, somebody was like, I, wahda, wahda kida. there was like a tweet and she was like, um, he was so, like it was so big of him to, to give his award to Moonlight. And somebody was like, his award? Ma'am? Mediocre. He never won. Mediocre. Nobody, they didn't win. Like, how are you not getting this? And then I just saw And how tweet, are they making him into like this, this really... <sighs> First of all, he was not that gracious because no, how he dare really, you snatch that envelope like that from Warren Beatty's hands? Like, why? He's a legend and a national treasure. And he Hollywood snatched that envelope royalty. like it was. How dare you? First of all. Like, how low is the bar that you're throwing confetti at this guy for just doing the right, like, not even the right, the normal thing. Like, the you normal, take an award, and it's not thing. yours, and you give it to the people who deserve it. How is that heroic? I don't understand how the bar is so low. Word, the bar is so low. But what I will say is that, you get up there, and you think you won, and then, like, you didn't. And it's, like, really awkward and embarrassing. Howevers. He could have handled it so much better. And had that been, <sighs> honestly, let's be real, had that had the roles been reversed and the producer, like a black producer of Moonlight, snatched the night out of Warren Beatty's hand and was like, Moonlight, you won. Get up here. I'm not joking. This isn't a joke. The, how would people? Thank you. How would have people taken it? How would have people been? Would people have been like, "Oh, that was so gracious of him"? No, they wouldn't. They would have been like, "Ooh, that was rude." They didn't even win. I mean, like, I don't understand why they're so angry. That's what it would have been. Um, also, the thing that really upsets also, me about Marriage with Mukata, but the thing that really upsets me about this whole Moonlight La La Land thing is that even now, like somebody pointed out in the tweet I saw before we started recording, even now. People are still talking about La La Land. Mm -hmm. Like when Moonlight should be the one that's right. out here shining and stuff. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and that's that's what I was going right. to say. Because um, I saw this um, magazine that came. I think it's uh, Variety or something. I don't know. It's like some cinema mm -hmm. thing, magazine. I don't know. Whatever. Some <laughs> Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> and on the cover, they have... Um, the two so the director of Moonlight mm -hmm. and the director of La La Land, and I'm like, Le, yeah, for what? If La La Land had won, do you think they would have shared this front page with Moonlight? Lishno, for what? Why yeah. is it always? So, so in other news, uh, in Sudani Twitter news, there has been quite the the ruckus on Sudani Twitter in the last week or the 
it has been quite the week girl it's been drama it's been dramatic it's been i much... live for sudani twitter messiness listen i live for i this. was gone for a day <laughs> and like <laughs> It was not the day to leave. It really wasn't, apparently. I am telling you. Because I was DMing you all day, and I'm like, ah, did you <laughs> I was like, what are you, what is an amafama? Because I kept seeing it. I kept seeing, like, the hashtag and being like, what? Um, so there's that whole, like, mustanka thing. And basically what it was is that there's a group of young men who had mad? He was it, you know, a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group for the Muhammad. I don't even know. Uh, they like take screenshots of people's tweets or whatever, and then they like mm-hmm. And then I guess one of them fit group and sent one of the screenshots or several of the screenshots to one of the people that they were talking about, where somebody dropped the dime on them. And then the girl gets on Twitter and she like exposes everybody and she's like, this is what happened to me and this is what they said about me. They don't even know me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people get involved in the fight. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, right. That was my was initial like- reaction. Because also she named the people who were in this group. And I was like, oh, my God, I live for this drama, girl. (laughs) Yeah, she really did not hold back. She, like, named folks, which, okay, so here's my thing. I don't really want to talk about, like, what they said about her or even her. Well, here's my thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I under I think that she's completely justified in the hit kunzalana. Completely. Yeah. Because she was saying these are people that I mean it's it's khartum, you know, so like these are people you run right. into and you're cordial with and right. I can understand that it's really hurtful that they're nice to your face and then but they, talk they about turn around and, you know, they kiki about your tweets and stuff. I understand. It's right. it's not a good feeling. I think it's really shitty, you know? It is. It's super shitty. However, However <laughs> I also feel like what they did, and this is in no way defending them, I, I just want to expose, like the reality of life and people and also myself because I am also a person in life. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is something that most, if not all of us do. Girl. There has been one point in your life where you're like, bitch, look at this. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't believe this person said this or send a screenshot to somebody or whatever. Even these screenshots that on Sudani Twitter that we get from Facebook and we're like, look at these dumb fucks on Facebook talking about about whatever. Or like those istisharat that people send to each other, you know, like screenshots and all over social media. That's exactly the same thing. Here's, Here's the thing though. I think there is something really unhealthy about actually going and creating a group with your buddies and giving it a name just like for this sole purpose. Fair. You know what I I feel like that's a bit extreme. Right. But also I love me some gossip. I love well. me some geeky. <laughs> We be screenshotting people every single day hey, and laughing, listen. and that is totally fine. And the like the other, 
اقول لك لايك اي دونت اي دونت كير اي دونت كير اند لايك ويف هاد ذس كونفرسيشن وير وي وير لايك ها 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 المستنقع من المستنقع دو يو ثينك ذي لايك ذيف سكرين شوتد اور تويتس اني اوف اور تويتس اور لايك ذي كريتيسايزد اس اور وات ايفر اند اي واز لايك بيتش اي يو كان نوت imagine how very little interest i have in that like i don't care الحقيقه زعلتني الموضوع ده كله مش ان هم مش زعله هي ولا انها هي شيء اوت اوف ذا ويفر اس تولي هير بروجريف الحقيقه زعلتني انه الموضوع بقى فيه نبز بين الناس عرفتي انه يعني هم بعد ما هي طلعت الكلام ده قاموا طلعوا انه واحد ثاني اتكلموا عنه في الجروب ده who I guess he's her like mm-hmm. fiance or something and then they were like oh he did that some other guy was like he did that to my fiance before and now and then the fiance came in mm-hmm. and did a like back and forth check the girl who like outed the mustanka guys and the the fiance of the other guy who's hey, okay I did not follow yeah, all yeah, of this la, obviously la. <laughs> ironically she's not a lady in screenshots So like I just I was just kind of like ma fi da'a ila al-mawdu' ibga qadr ta Inti kan mumkin to I don't know like I don't know I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to say no But people react differently People do react differently I agree Like honestly if someone sent me a screenshot telling me like oh you know all these people and you think they're your friends and whatever and this is what they're saying about you I would not give a flying a fuck thing, and though. that's just me. Actually, I like, disagree. I, I honestly truly mean juwagalbi, I do not care. I don't care about the group. I don't care about these guys. Well, well one of them is kind of sort of friend and I really don't know, but whatever. Lakin, my point is I like I don't care even if he was in that group kicking about me. I I don't care. Here's where I disagree with you. If the people it, If the people who are talking about me behind my back, I consider my friends, I would care. But this girl clearly stated So, I don't mean friends, like, tight or whatever, like, like acquaintances, acquaintances, like people you know yeah, in real life. Yeah, okay. Because if they're strangers from Twitter, right, then, then fuck that, yeah, girl. Yeah. But, like, to me, even people I know in real life, but obviously are not really close to me or whatever, right. or they wouldn't be doing that, right. I don't care. I just don't. I really, yeah. really don't. But like you said... But I understand that people react differently, and it can be very hurtful. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I am not trying to, like, say in... She's justified to react however she wants, but I just thought it was unfortunate that it became such a thing, like airing out people's... But, you know, it is what it is. المهم خلاصة الموضوع if you're gonna do that you know create a group and make fun of people at least make sure it's with your real friends who are not gonna snitch you out to some girl Make like sure how stupid can you be? Wow, because that's not that's unnecessary. Seriously, I feel like the pettiest person was the person who ratted them out. Like so petty, no. petty wop, petty LaBelle. Where where, oh where is your code? Where is your code of like? Where's your bro code, well, dude? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, like, how are you just thing. how? Why? I'm a direction. That's what I want. Oh, that's yeah. a real story. That's... Why did he snitch? <laughs> 
Why did he rat them out? Also, if you're going to rat them out, rat them out about everybody they screenshot the tweets of. Holla at me. If I'm in that group, I want to know. Girl, I don't even, I really don't care. Don't, like... I, I don't really actually care. All these crusty-ass yeah. Negroes on the internet, like, I do not care. Everybody. Or at least every single person. Everybody does it. Everybody does and it. And the thing that is, like, you laugh about, that's guilty. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, like, I, yeah. I don't think... I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and defend their intentions because I don't know what they were. But I know that when I gossip about really? people... It's really not with bad intentions, even though that might sound weird, but it's really not. Like, I don't, I don't wish you harm. Oh. I'm not like, you know, reveling in your misery. I'm not like, I, right. I just I, like you did something stupid and I think it's funny and that's it. That also reminds me, the one redeeming factor for me if this whole situation, if there was one, mm -hmm. was in the tweet, whatever, like what she quoted from the screenshot she received mm -hmm. was them making fun of her opinion or like the fact that she thought in a certain way, like the fact that she had a specific, a certain opinion okay. about what things. And, and for me, I feel like that's fair game. If the, if, not everybody's going to agree with your opinion. Some people are going to think your opinions are stupid. Yeah. But it's not like, I feel like that's a, a fair thing to attack, <laughs> I guess, if that makes sense. Maybe a tabir galat, but I mean. Yeah, but I, I understand. Because um, if you're sharing your opinion on social media. Yeah, it's up for, it's up for debate. It's up for commentary. It, it's totally right. up. Right, it's up for people to make fun, fun of, of it or whatever it, that's part of the legit. social media package but i feel like had they ah, made yeah. fun of your appearance or like you physically or your situ like your whatever social situation or whatever that's I, or like your, family your family or whatever like something really malicious you know word <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yes, I feel like we don't hear enough about Australian politics because 
you know, all we hear about is Trump and America, fuck yeah, and stuff like Word. that. But Word. Australians, but Australians are pretty, my dude. Are on one. Yeah, uh-huh. they're pretty racist. They have a history of, like, racism. They're, they're they all, have like, their history. entire country was, like, built on... Girl, don't even get me started. Erasing <clears throat> a whole like I uh, never mind. Don't I don't want to talk about this right now because I, yeah. I have so anyway. I Australia have has a very complicated, Australia, a very complicated um, relationship with non-whites. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, th- this lady and and Yasmin got into it. And Yasmin basically schooled her on like she's like you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know what Sharia is and you're talking about it like you know, right. but like you can't even answer a basic question about what it is. And him did a dirt akhlaq, which was very satisfying to watch. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, <clears throat> the... The backlash was The real. result of it, right, was that there was a huge backlash against Yasmin and like people were attacking her on social media and whatever, whatever. And it's just, it just makes me sad that like, She's this person who's not even really, she's not even preaching anything, like, controversial mm-hmm. or anything irrational or illogical. She's not even asking for a lot. She's just saying, we have just as much right to be here and to be Australian as you do. That's right. it. That's literally, that was her entire point. Like, we have the right to, to be Australian and while Australia. being Muslim. Right, and while being, that was it. And, like, the vitriol that she received as a result of it is disgusting. Also just proves that, like, America is not the only fucked up one, that, like, the entire, (sighs) the whole world is is just on one. All of it. It's really hard to be awesome. Like, and I, I bring this up only to say that, like, more power to Yasmin, honestly. Like, she is full-on Sudanese excellence. She is full-on black girl magic. She is full-on black Muslim magic. And, like, I don't I don't really give a shit what you think, if you agree with her or not, if you, like, agreed with what she said or not. The fact that she had the balls to get up there and be the only person representing herself. If you, if you watch that, even if you watch the clip where she's giving her, where she's, like, giving her the business, basically, on that show... Nobody is on her side. Even the audience is like fucking dead silent. Nobody right. was clapping for her. Nobody was here for her. It was literally her against everybody else. <clears throat> and right. like the fact that she could sit up there and be brave and courageous enough to stand up for what she believed in and like stand up basically for the rest of us and like the rest of Muslim Australians and the rest of in like by extension minority Australians is like she's incredible she's incredible and to be able to like put on a brave face afterwards I'm not even going to say put on a brave face because maybe she is actually not putting on a brave face maybe she is actually brave she probably is actually brave and to continue to talk about it and continue to push for it to continue to get on shows and be on social media despite the fact that she's being harassed like Mm -hmm. constantly hey girl listen slay that's all I have to say like absolutely here for you, standing for you 100%. I, listen, um, I do have a bit of an issue with Muslim public figures in Western countries. 
um, like people who are very vocal and they're mm-hmm. activists and, you know, they defend other <clears throat> Muslims and they're very involved with the Muslim community and all of that. Um, I don't know how to say this, but okay, I I feel like a lot of times in an effort to defend Islam because you don't want these fucking bigoted, ignorant, white haters, like you want to protect your community from these people. Right. So right. I feel like a lot of times they don't, I don't know how to say this. Like they yeah. don't, they, listen, there's a lot of things that are wrong in Muslim countries. And okay. I feel like they completely detach their self from that so that they can defend their Islam in this Western uh, country, you know what I mean? Like, if if you you're going on TV, right, and you're talking to this clearly racist lady who's telling you that aslan inti uh, because you are in this Western country and you do have the privilege right. of being here. And if you were in Saudi or whatever, they wouldn't even let you speak. A part of that is true, though. It, it like, you right. know what I mean? I understand that right. the message is based on hate and they just want to ostracize. But a part of it is true. And I feel like a lot of vocal activists in Western countries completely ignore all of the real issues with Muslim countries in Muslim countries. You know what I mean? Right. So I I kind of, I'm always I'm, like, mm, okay, but like... The one thing I will say is that like, Yasmin made the point of like, stressing the difference between like, religion and culture. And how, like, right. so, like for example, like, how women in Saudi Arabia can't drive has, has nothing to do with religion. That's, like, a cultural thing. And that that's, that religion is used to, like, justify it. Or actually, she didn't even bring up that point. That was mine. But right. some of these things are cultural. They're not, they're not actually, like, based off of uh, the religion. It's just a cultural thing. But because yeah. the, the country is a Muslim country, then people automatically assume that it's Islam. So, but, I, but I do agree that, that and a I, lot I, of... I completely get her point. And the thing right. is, I would stand for her any fucking day because like, that, that was not an easy position to be in. I'm not just talking all. about how, in general, um, Muslim activists want to act yeah. like everything back home is all nice and rosy right. and you know it's all perfect and stuff when it's not and you really do have to address the issues right that stem from religion and culture and that are just not I agree you know I think I mean? it's, it's I think really, I think I it's know. a fair thing or I think it's important to acknowledge that like yes there are a lot of problems in the Muslim world and 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 to delve into why those things are problems you know what I'm saying like not just to right. like it's not enough to just acknowledge it but also be like these are like some of the issues and this is why or like discuss them more yeah. in depth or, or or at least but it's it's really ad- easy when you're defending your religion against um, 
racist, basically, it's really easy to be like, oh my God, no, it's so perfect. Like we have so many rights, but then, you know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily, yeah, that was, that was my only point. But I, I, like, I do stand for her every single day. And I think that the backlash she got is insane like, it's insane and it's unfair how like it can be so horrible it's just like what does it يعني انت بتحرقك في شنو اذا هي قالت لي استراليه اللي هي من السم الاحمر بتحرقك في شنو بالضبط how does it affect your life in any way how does that change anything about the way you live it doesn't so like I, why I are you pressed why are you salty people. i don't even understand girl i don't know Listen, speaking um, of hateration yes. in this dancery, oh my god, do you want to talk about the backlash that? Um, do you want to talk about <sighs> Samani's mixtape? Listen, he's the first person to make me intrigued in like right. old Sudanese music. I know that's really sad to say, but it's true. I will admit it shamelessly. Um, so I'm really, like, I think that's why I was especially excited because I felt like he would, I felt like it was the perfect way to digest Sudanese classics. And that's that's true. I I I agree with you on that. I feel like I would not have listened to all these Hakiba right. songs if it weren't for this. Um, right mixtape right um which is why it makes me really but sad haters stay hating you know i'm just saying I mean, like listen why why is that even necessary yani here he is doing something that's like i said before somebody was like thank you for like bridging the gap between generations that like people are actually sending this no, to their and, parents no and besides besides that like you can tell it was Like it's a good body of work. You can tell that it took a lot of effort and that he takes, you know, his craft very seriously and I And like, not only that completely respect that word. And not only that, but also the fact that like this shows an appreciation for the art of Hakiba. Like I don't understand why people don't under don't get it. Like why don't you understand that it in him right. like so just for context the the backlash that he got was that um some people didn't like it because they thought that he was um disrespecting um the tradition of haqiba music right. and like masakh al ghuna you know people were saying that his work is unoriginal because all he's doing is just like taking these haqiba songs and remixing them and like whatever if he if he's an actual musician like don't call him a musician he's not a musician because he's not creating his own work and blah 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 he's just taking first of all for those people how many fannanin haimin fil haflat wa fil munasabat wa fil fil a'ras wa fil hinaya wa bishtaghilu bigibun fil television ajma' adghanu fil television fi ism shnu da wa ghani wa ghani da kullum qadin ghanu ghunaun hun ولا حاجة تانية ولا ما قاعدين يغنوا غنى الناس غنى الحقيبة وغنى الناس القدام ذي كلهم every single artist in Sudan every single Sudanese artist sing songs 
that are somebody else's. So I don't even understand right. how this is a complaint. Like, why is this a legitimate And complaint? also, if if you look at it from the other side, like, because he put, you know, like, hip-hop beats and stuff. And hip-hop is a culture of borrowing and, and sampling. sampling. Thank you. So I don't understand how that's a problem like, either. Like, please but get with the program. All the hateration in this dancery. I just... Why can't we just appreciate it? Why can't you just support somebody who's doing something that obviously, like you said, took a lot of work, it took a lot of effort. He arranged so well. then... It's okay. People have opinions. Like not ev- especially when you put something like this out and you're on social media. Obviously, pe- everyone and their mama is gonna have an opinion. Sure. Adi, they're gonna share that opinion with you, right? But I wish people at least had some Informed kind opinions. of appreciation for all the work that he put in. I mean, also an informed opinion. I don't know. If if like, you didn't just, like it, don't don't just talk out of your ass. Exactly. If you didn't like it, good. I didn't like it, but don't try to like. Inte- Lama, it's it's music, La- right? Don't so try it's to like it's very emotional. It. You don't really need exactly. You don't need no, but you don't need to. Inte- you don't need to 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 go. You know, you don't need to be musakafati about it. You can just be like, well, I didn't like it. It wasn't my style. Uh, I didn't appreciate. Yeah, right. The sound. Yeah, that was my point. So it, it, informed opinion. No, buddy. No. No. Bye. Anyway, I I appreciated uh, the mixtape. I will be listening to it again. I'll let you know what my favorite song is. And... Awesome. I will say that Samani... Um, I did see, like, I think one one tweet in, that he responded mm-hmm. to, which was like, uh, you know, he's not... Don't call him a musician because he doesn't create his own work. It's not original. Like, he doesn't create original mm-hmm. work. And Samani very, very politely and, like, with a lot of class was like... Uh, if you visit my SoundCloud account, you'll see that I have actual original works that you can enjoy. And I was like, <laughs> yes, thank you. He responded. Not everybody Yeah, I probably would not have been that polite, but yeah, <laughs> I would have been like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I just would have not been as classy. Right. So I appreciate that. Do you want to answer the Saraha questions uh, that we got? I I was gonna say Tani Fadl the most important part of today's I episode. Am living for this. Which is um these Saraha questions. I so like we said, live. if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any life advice you would like, then you could totally send it to us at no sir no ma'am dot I am living girl so we tweeted this out we tweeted the link out like and i wasn't really expecting anything especially since like we hadn't talked about it on an episode or anything like it was just so i wasn't surprised that we would get any questions the first the first question that we got i was like well damn this is right (laughs) 
this, this is, is hard. Heavy. Like, what is this? Oh my god! Like, first of this? all, um, before okay, yes. so before we get to the actual question, I just uh-huh. want to thank from the very bottom of my soul whoever typed in our Sarah address and typed in this little message to tell us. Yeah, draw. And I quote: "I just came here to say that men stay trash." Well, hallelujah. How you really feel? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir slash ma'am. Yes, sis or bro. Yes. <laughs> What's on um, your chest? Get it off. <laughs> yes, because men are trash. Um, well, and I will stay saying that and you can stay mad because men are absolutely <laughs> trash. Listen, if it don't apply to you, just keep it moving. Um, all right. So do you want to get it? Do you want to read us our first our first question? Mm, okay, let me start with this one. So someone, okay. a guy, clearly, uh, sent okay. us a question, and it goes like this. How do you deal with having strong feelings for a close friend whom you can't keep your distance from because of having Jesus. the same friends? Plus, you sort of need them during tough times, yet they Jesus. cause you a lot of grief unintentionally, mainly due to being overly sensitive when it comes to her. Question from a male, if that helps. Yes, we got that. Uh, um, thoughts? <laughs> do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to jump in here? <laughs> like, listen. Uh, this is hard. Um, I am going to respond to this from a very personal okay. point of view. Um, okay. because fuck objectivity. I don't know how. Like whatever that wow. is. Um. <laughs> I like clarity in relationships. Okay. I cool. am very, very passionate about not being ambiguous with people and knowing exactly where I stand in all relationships, okay. like at work and with my friends. <clears throat> I like knowing what is happening. I cannot, right. be, like, <laughs> like, this would aware. not be me because I would have, like, <sighs> you know, vomited my feelings. Right. Also, I think it's really unhealthy to be in this position because A, you're basically lying to a person who's your friend, who I assume cares about you. Um, because you're not being honest about what the relationship really is. Like if she thinks you're her friend, but you're thinking something else, that's not really fair to her or to you. Uh, oh yeah. Also, it's not a viable situation because obviously you're going to get hurt because if she thinks you're her friend and she's acting as your friend, like a friend, right. you're gonna get hurt because you know she's gonna have shit going on and that you don't want to know about because you really care about right. her. So, my advice would be to seek clarity, i.e., tell mm. this person how you feel and just wing it because the like best case scenario, <clears throat> she's gonna be like, Oh my god, that's amazing! I love you too. Let's do this. And that would be great. Or she's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I do not feel the same way. And it's going to be awkward for a while. But you'll get over it. Right. And hopefully you can still be friends. Like, 
it's not going to be like if she says that she doesn't feel that way about you and she's, you know, really uncomfortable or whatever. Obviously, you're not going to be friends like you are now. Right. It's going to take a while for both of you to digest sure. all of that. But if you genuinely do care about each other, I really do believe that you can stay friends. Um like rebuild the friendship mm -hmm. at one point. Mm -hmm. Um Muhim, in all cases I say you need to get it off your chest because it's probably also polluting other aspects of your life. Like you can't meet anyone else because right. you're so hung up on this girl right. but she's like living her life and she doesn't even know that, you know, what the fuck is happening. Okay. And um, that's that's my advice. I would say, if you're worried about how, if you're worried about you telling her, affecting the relationship, then I would say, like, basically, you have to sit with yourself and decide what's more important to you. Is the prospect of maybe being in a relationship with her worth you risking? her maybe like not taking it so well or like the awkwardness that might ensue as a result of you telling her or would mm -hmm. you or do you value the friendship so much that you wouldn't but doesn't risk? doesn't the awkwardness fade not always because obviously it's going to be awkward at some point not, and you need to be i agree but not always prepared for that not always i don't think but that, i feel like if 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 it's a strong friendship then you can come back from that if it's a strong i feel like yeah but i also think that some people are not equipped to handle that kind of situation especially for the girl if you like admit that you like her and she doesn't feel that way about you at all right. I feel like it's it's actually quite difficult to find someone who's going to be like listen I don't really like you that way but I still like I right. like I feel like the awkwardness would overtake and then and then like mm -hmm. maybe like things fall apart but I also feel like right. and if you're going to be If you're not going to tell her, if you value the friendship more than, more than, you know, you're not willing to risk losing her as, and like as a result of you like confessing your love to her or whatever, then you need to get over it because it's unfair for you to, it's unfair on her for you to feel like she causes you like frustration and heartache, but it's because of your feelings, not because of what she's doing. It's because you're overly sensitive right. to whatever she's doing because but also of your how, feelings. But also how do you get over... How do you get over feelings that you have for a close friend whom you can't keep away? Because like he said, they have mutual friends, but also this is someone, you know, you need. I'm assuming you confide in her and, you know, she's there for you and stuff Listen, like that. If you How haven't you told her already, it? if you haven't told her by now, there's probably a reason for it. And it's probably because subconsciously you think that you're, you think slash know that she's not going to be down with it. I'm not saying that she isn't, but like... Your you staying away from telling her, even despite your strong friendship, is a is is a is a telltale sign. And for me, I feel like you just need to suck it up. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Like it's not easy to just be like, listen, I, I'm gonna just pretend like everything's fine and whatever. But at the end of the day, it's unfair. It's unfair to expect her to be sensitive to your feelings when she doesn't know they exist. Right. Does that make sense? I, I and so, like, if that. you're gonna decide that you're not gonna tell her, yeah, if you're gonna decide that you're not gonna tell her to save your friendship, then 
you need to work with yourself to try to like right actively stop yourself from like being aggravated or actively stop yourself from feeling bad which is ultimately i feel like more difficult than just telling the truth like than just like confronting right. her with your feelings fash no it's up to you good luck to you bruh um <clears throat> and uh, if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna give us an update if you like decide on something and you want to give us an update please do because we care about your feelings whoever yeah. you are seriously um <clears throat> do we want to do it next one? question yes mm-hmm uh oh my god i am sudanese and he isn't Oof. is it worth going to war with my family and friends over it ma'am girl sis <laughs> help me lord madam uh, listen yeah, um should i respond to this since i can relate to this on a listen, very personal we level? can both relate to this on a personal level hit it right but like i'm i'm there you're like, there I, you're like physically there i am yeah. you're actually right. there so if you don't know my significant other <laughs> is not only non-sudanese but also originally non-muslim non-arab well, and caucasian so plot twist <laughs> plot twist so um i feel you i i do I emphasize. I think um, my personal experience wouldn't be of much use to you just because I didn't really have a problem with my family or friends over this. Mm. Um, they were actually surprisingly understanding. Um, I knew my mom wouldn't care that he wasn't Sudanese because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I seriously thought that my dad would lose his shit. Right. And he didn't. He was actually surprisingly... Was like, cool chilled yeah um like i okay but i do have stories of people around me that may help you okay um if you think your family is not gonna be okay with it so i have a cousin who married a russian lady okay and you know yeah. my cousin. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and so um when he met her and they started dating, they were traveling around and and we have that is super complicated. I'm not gonna get into right. that. But and it's, it's um, basically his his dad was very, very, very strongly opposed to it. As in Galehu, um, fuck no. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, it's but not even a discussion. Don't bring it up again. Fa, um, my cousin um, tried to speak to my dad, who's the oldest uh, sibling, uh, mm -hmm. to try to get him to convince his brother and stuff like that, and it didn't work. And, you know, he tried talking to other people and friends and stuff, and that didn't work either. And, actually, the one person who convinced um, my uncle was my grandfather, Alirhamu. Oh, wow. Um, yes. So, this man... That's unexpected. Yeah, who at the time I believe was like 93, 
four maybe or something he was already very old and this is someone you know who's lived his whole life in sudan not in khartoum like you know rural sudan who's very very traditional and jali and all of that and he's the one who talked to my uncle and he was like dude this is like um i can't uh, I can't remember the word he used, but he he said basically like that's their destiny. Like you can't stand in the way of that. And that's what happened. So I would say definitely if there's someone that you're close to in your family who could be in your corner, that definitely helps. Um you know, to like soften people up. Because I think mostly Sudanese parents, like they just want you to be happy, but they're also very afraid of, you know, what would people think and all of that. So if you have someone who can tell them that it's okay. Right. I also think that they're very afraid of like you, that you're just making a rash decision, that you're not like, you know what I'm saying? That like whatever decision you make, I feel like as a child, you're always a child, regardless of how right. old you are. And so they always think that you're just yeah. like rushing into it and you haven't really thought it through and blah blah blah. So they just they just worry that like you you know what I mean, like having considered all the all the sides of, of an issue. Yeah. But Bikuno, like they just yeah. assume it. And they and a lot of it is that they're terrified that someone from a different culture won't really understand, right. you know, where you're coming from and your tradition and all of that. Which brings me to my next story about a friend of mine who is Moroccan and she was dating this Spanish guy and then they decided to get married and then she tells her parents and basically same story her mom is like fuck no and i don't want to talk about this anymore and there was obviously a lot of tension for a very long time where like her parents didn't even want to talk to her and like she was very depressed and Mm -hmm. all of that gam with the nasda Mm -hmm. he um bought a ticket to morocco oh see and Paid a visit but it worked oh wow so he yeah so he actually took it upon himself to go visit her parents and talk to them personally because he thought that they were hostile to the idea of him but they didn't really right. know him know him Right. And then when they met him, they understood that he was actually very, very serious about their daughter and that he understood their culture and their customs and stuff. So he wanted to talk to mm-hmm. the parents first and my bad if she knew. And the parents fucking loved him and they wow. got married. Wow. So there's also that. I think that you, um, when, when you marry someone, but unfortunately, believe me from personal experience, you do like the families marry each other. Right. So you do need to make sure that this person is aware of your culture and where you come from and how you do things and all of that. Um, And that he respects that because I think, you know, it, it might play in your favor Right. Um, and as much as you think that, like, 
culture, oh, whatever, we're just like each other and blah, blah, blah. Those things, those aspects of your culture that you take for granted or that you don't remember or that, that are like ingrained in you, they come out and they come out, especially, like they become even more apparent because you're with someone who doesn't demonstrate the same like cultural traits. So right. they just become even more jarring and then that can be like a cause for tension or difficulty between right. you two. So just keep that Definitely. in mind. Um, um, I can't really yeah. tell you if it's worth it or not. You're the only person who can decide that. But I think you really do need to be aware of the fact that it's most of the time, not for me, it wasn't, but most of the time, it really is a battle. Um, of course. So you need to decide if this guy is worth fighting for. I think it's doable. Like, it's, you know, people have done it. I'm, I'm right. fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> I, but I'm okay. I'm still I'm alive. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you you just... This is really hard to say to someone who's in a relationship. But you really do need to, like, make a pros and cons list to see right. if it's going <clears> to <throat> be worth the hassle that you're going to go through. Because it, it, yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. Um, Unless your I, dad is my dad, because my dad was like, is he going to convert? Yeah. Oh, cool. And the Jenna. Hey, the Jenna or something. Whatever. So that was the extent of my battle, but good luck, sis. Yeah, you had it. You had it pretty easy. Uh, I will yeah. say that, uh, what, <coughs> excuse me. I'm losing my voice. When I was in this situation, mm -hmm. I ended up not, <clears throat> I ended up basically bending to the will of my parents and right. ending, ending the relationship because I didn't <coughs> feel like it was worth it. I felt like, okay, hold on. <clears throat> I felt like I was secure in my relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. And I loved them and I wanted to be with them. And I knew that we could work out because, you know, he was somebody who had all the things that I wanted and he understood right. my culture and his culture was closer to mine. So he like there were certain things that I didn't have to explain because he already right. knew and like he already lived those things. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like in terms of us, we were fine, but I didn't want to risk the, I didn't want the risk uh, or I didn't want to go through what I would like in terms of my parents anger disappointment I didn't mm -hmm. I didn't I, I didn't feel like I would come out on the other side I felt like it would be destroying my parents relationship with me so I decided against fighting for the relationship but I think at like now at an older age I feel like I regret not fighting for it because I think that I right. met somebody who was my match and like I met somebody who mm -hmm. who like who really could have worked well with me and I you know I just I was basically too chicken shit to go through right. a difficult part and to, knowing to your parents to. I I think they would have been very upset and very disappointed but they definitely, definitely would have gotten over it definitely and I mean case in point my brother is married to a non-Sudanese lady so right. what I'm trying to say is um I feel like you need to sit down with yourself 
and think about whether if this is your if this is the right choice for you if this person and you're gonna you know like you are ready to commit to this person differences all the tension with all their unseasoned food Right. Well, God. we don't know. Yeah. He, we don't know he's white. He could be something else. I, I'm talking about myself. Listen. Okay. Um, all with all the, the all the mashakil that might come out of it, if you feel like this person is worth fighting for, then I would recommend fighting for them because even if you end up losing to your parents or even if it doesn't end up working out at least my ending the regret of you didn't stand up for your for right. what you wanted you know what i'm saying yeah. and i think for me this is the thing that i i struggle with to this day is that i feel like i let myself down and i let this other person down by not fighting for what i knew was right Right, honestly, but I think at least in if you feel yeah. like this is worth it and this is what you really, really want, and you're willing to put up with whatever to get it, then I feel like you should go for it. And even if it doesn't work out, at least you did it, you did what you could. But right. then you never know. You never know. People always come around. People always want to put up. Like I, what I've discovered is that parents put up such a fight. And they, mm-hmm. they, they, they act so tough, but they really know that in Nufinihai, they're going to give in. They know yeah, yeah, in Nufinihai, they're going to give in. And definitely. so, like, they just try to scare Especially you if things they... are going well, you know? Like, if, right. if you're happy and your marriage is going well and everything, of course, they're going to give in. Because that's ultimately all they want. Right. And I have a friend who used to say that grandkids make everything better. <laughs> like, even if, like, the, the, <laughs> that's true. like, even if your parents are so <clears throat> angry and your family is like, oh my God, the moment they see a baby, they're going to be like, oh my God. Not that I'm right. saying go out and have a baby with him. I'm just saying. People always <laughs> come around. But then it's like, your happiness and yeah. your istiqlaat and everything. If you can convince them, if you can, like, show that you're actually very serious about this and this person is committed to you and committed to you know yeah. learning about your ways and your culture as you are to him and good luck to you sis because it is not easy this situation sucks but hang in there let us know if there's any updates yes please do um 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 um, um. and on that note ما... ما عندي... عندي... I have an ambiguous yes sir yes ma'am hit it so I am so late to this party I don't understand mm-hmm. where I've been but apparently there is a collective a group of artists mm-hmm. who created um, this thing called local oh okay alright I like this and they they describe it as being, um, and I am quoting them, a Sudanese space for the development and support of a homegrown creative yes. effort. And I saw that one of their projects is a book that they published, and it's called The Room is the mm-hmm. City. And it looks motherfucking bomb. And that is all I have to say I about have that. It. I think they're sold out because, mm-hmm. really? They were at the Kicks Fair. Are you for a real? I want ago, one. A couple weeks ago, a month ago. 
whatever. No. Yeah, and they sold, and the thing sold like hotcakes, mashallah. They're like selling so crazy. Seriously, even online. Yeah, they also ma- <clears throat> they also made a book. It's called Eleven Poems. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've seen uh, that as well. it's a, in collaboration with Nasa's Notepads, and it's kind of amazing. Right. And um, they are kind of amazing. Um, the thing I wanted to say about Locale is oh. Their aesthetics mm-hmm. are on point. Like it's, seriously, you, say what you will about the rest, seriously. but like the aesthetics of things, Bum. girl, they have that shit on lock. Bum. So yes, I'm here for this. Yes, seriously. Yes, yeah, I I am so here for all of this. Um, and if you guys want to send us some free shit, we're yeah, we're cool. open to it. <laughs> Um, Um, if any of you are going to be in London in July, um, there is this really cool. That's me, inshallah. Yes, winks at me. Um, there is a really cool festival called Love Box. Cool. And um, I think I sent you this, but I'm not sure. You did. So Solange is headlining. Well. Who else is going to be playing? Frank Ocean, uh, Samfa, oh, Katrinata. Yes, yes, girl. So, oh my God. And, and a, that yeah, sounds like an amazing bunch lineup. Of other cool people. So uh, I'm really excited for Lovebox. And I hope you will be here with me. And that's that. I am hoping very strongly and planning very seriously. Actually, there's this documentary called uh, Dior and I, and it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's about mm-hmm. the very first uh, couture collection from Raph Simmons. And it is fucking bomb. Because the dude is so weird and he has like social anxiety and he's very very introverted and stuff and then yeah and he has like a really crazy creative process um and he's very specific about what he likes and doesn't like obviously and he comes out with this collection that is absolutely bomb um and it's just the the documentary is really really well made it's very pretty uh, there's a lot of emphasis on the tailors and seamstresses and stuff in the um, atelier. It's really cool. I loved it. If you have access to Netflix, hit it up and let us know what you thought. Also, if you have any uh, serious mams, any Sydney's excellence that you think should be shouted out, let us know at NSNM Podcast or with the hashtag NSNM. If you have any topics or if you have any comments or suggestions or anything, you can send them to us at nosernomam at gmail.com. And if you want any life advice, if you want us to fix your life, as that uh, eloquently put, yes, if you want to know, you know, what we would do in your situation, then hit us up anonymously at. Um, I live for word. these questions. No, sir, I no, ma'am. Uh, and we will do our best to do your situation justice. And on that note. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Stay bad and boujou. Bye. <laughs> bad and boujou. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>